Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky it's ben the king of wiener slingers with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy all for you sponsored by mobile food vendors association benscarts.com whiskey by the jug and donuts you are so in for a treat today but if i told you now i'd have to kill you so stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Welcome, welcome, folks, to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We are live, and I would love it if somebody in the chat room would let me know how the sound is on, one, the commercials you just heard, the intro stuff, and my voice coming through right now. Um, Could you let me know how it sounds? Anybody? Just type it into the chat. Also, if you're listening in, and you would like to join in on the chat, um, just um, go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash radio, and that will take you to our blog talk radio station, and you can sign in with Facebook. Um, It's free, or you can just start a free account real quick, and you'll be able to chat live with other vendors, ask questions and and stuff like that. Thanks for letting me know, Jerry, about the um, the volume. I was concerned about it. Just wanted to make sure everybody could hear okay. We are, um, let's see, I guess let me tell you what we've done. I've changed the learnhotdogs.com blog a little bit so that we're not inundated with email newsletters because typically what it did is it sent out a newsletter Every single time I did a blog. So if I did two blogs today, tonight, or tomorrow morning, you'd get a newsletter. So what I've done is made it once a week. So if you want to see what articles are happening, you'd have to just go there and check. Otherwise, just wait till the newsletter once a week. I think it'll come out on Monday, and you will be able to see what was written about. We've got some cool stories starting. We've got a, a new page coming up. You'll hear me talk about it later. But... We have also going to start a Hot Dog of the Month competition. And what this will entail is you will have a place on LearnHotDogs.com to upload a picture. And then people will vote on the best picture of the month. 
all month long. You can submit a picture, and then people will vote on it just by clicking a like button or something similar to that. The picture with the most likes, will um, that person will win something that month. Um, either a pro pack or a new umbrella or a grill or something. We're going to give something away every month for that. Now, for those that have emailed me um, about the, what is that point system over at learnhotdogs.com called, but it, it goes to a third-party company, and there's been some people that have had problems where it didn't show up on their screen or they couldn't log into it. I all I can say is I'm, I apologize. Um, the company, you know, you do everything with email with these software companies, and so you email them and go, "This is the, you know, I've got three people having problems," and they go, "Well, uh, it's working on our end," and and I don't get any answer really, so I never really get it resolved. So we're going to be getting rid of that very soon. So if you are trying to earn points, so that you can submit an entry into the hot dog cart giveaway, we will be um, – um, you'll want to do that now. Um, you'll want to get that done and as quickly as possible. What I'll do is go into the um, back end of that system, find the people that are um, earning the points, and I'll probably pull out the people that are close either way and enter you automatically. And then I'll shut it off at some point. But I'll give you a warning before I do. It'll probably be a couple months because there's some people that have just found out about it and they're trying to earn points. And so um, I don't want to jerk the rug out from underneath them if they're, you know, number 120 down on the list in points, but they're doing more points daily than other people are doing and they'll quickly get there. So I hate to jerk it out from underneath them. Um, we're also going to have some other things to do so that you can – gain an entry into that contest. I think right now there's only five or six people that are entered, um, which are good odds. So if you want to enter, um, just go over to learnhotdogs.com and um, start earning those points. You'll see a little thing on the right and on the bottom of the page. Um, trying to think, trying to think what else um, changes. And... We have started doing these mini-podcasts during the week for Hot Dog Vendor Radio. And some of you have noticed that. I appreciate the, um, the thanks and the, and the stuff about it. Um, that will help. Um, it'll help grow it. Basically, what it is is if we get a call in, there's a listener feedback line. And you can go to, I think it's learnhotdogs.com forward slash feedback. So it's learnhotdogs.com forward slash feedback or anywhere on the site over on the left-hand side is a tab, and you can do it right on the screen. And what that will allow you to do is be able to um, – you'll be able to leave a voice message that if it's a, if it's a question that um, we can answer um, on the radio, we'll do it on the radio. If it's a question that we have to do on – like on a blog where we have to show you something – then we'll do it that way. But we just posted one up today, and you won't get an email about it tomorrow, just so you know. You wouldn't get an email till next Monday about it. But we posted one up today about trailering. We got some questions about trailering, and we wanted to answer it, and so that's how we did it. Um, we created a blog entry 
um, basically a blog, um, like a podcast for Hot Dog Vendor Radio. It's kind of cool. And so check that out because it has a video um, also with the audio. So you get a little bit of both. Um, 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 um. I am short-handed, apparently. Um, I do see that we have a Jason Brown with us tonight. Jason, how are you doing tonight? Uh, What's going on with you? Doing good. Um, How'd it go today? Can't complain. For first day, new location, uh, very good. Only sold two hot dogs, but sold a bunch of uh, the exotic sausage and stuff, so it's kind of funny. Well, I like that the exotic sausage is doing well for you. It did well at that wine thing. And oh, God, so yeah. that at Hooper. Um, we can hear uh, next month's selections. Oh, really? You're adding to them? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, ostrich with pistachio. Pheasant with cranberry and cognac, and then I'm doing uh, two more, probably something along the alligator and dewy line. Oh my gosh! Wait till wait till Biker Jim hears about this um, upening. Um, oh, I, I, I can only wish to hold a candle to him. <laughs> I don't know. You've got a sweet, sweet setup, Jason. Um, if y'all haven't seen this setup. I posted some pictures of it at the Pinterest page. That's um, the word interest with a P in front of it, dot com forward slash Ben's carts. And you'll see um, several, you know, logos that Jason's got and, and pictures. And we did a blog article, I think last week about it too. Yeah. There's something on there. Yeah. I remember that. We don't have Rob with us tonight. Um, I haven't seen him yet. So, he's got us on mute again. I don't know. If, no, he's not even dialed in. Ah, okay. I can't see him. So we'll um, we'll carry on. Carry on. You can text him and see That's if true. Yeah. Remind, he's probably sleeping. He's been working a lot. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of hours. Give me a sec. I'll put you on mute and I'll text him real quick. Come right back. Oh no, there's no problem. Well, tonight, folks, we're going to talk about um, renting your card out. Um, Jason's got uh, Jason found um, a couple of people that are already doing that, and I know a few that do it. I've done it. We're also going to carry, um, I guess, go a little deeper into this drop-off catering. That got me really excited when I heard about that from the gentleman we had on a couple weeks back. And if you didn't get his book, it's incredible. Um, it's packed full of information. It's free for members. Um, if you go to – that's Mobile Food Vendor Association members. If you go to the member-exclusive deals page, you'll see it. You can download it. And um, it's got all kinds of marketing information on catering. And catering may not sound like um, what you would think of as with hot dog vendors, hot dog carts, or food trucks. But the truth is, like in, in Jason's blog post about a week ago – He's, he's catering basically to a wine um, farm, and they do these wine testings, and he's there, and they're um, they're buying gourmet meats from his trailer. So it it works out really well, and so you, you've got to kind of 
get away from the stereotypical um, term or meaning for catering and and expand on that. And we're going to go into that some tonight as well. I see that we have a Rob on the line. Um, Rob, how are you tonight? What's up, big man? You doing great, man? Hello. Can you hear me, Hello, Rob? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. Can you hear me now? Good. <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Oh, I thought we were doing. I thought we picked up a new sponsor. <laughs> hey, I'm working. On I thought we picked time. up Verizon Wireless as a sponsor there for a minute, Jason. I didn't know that was you. I, I think I just sponsor Verizon. There uh, you go. So them sponsoring us, I sponsor them. Uh, there you go. Phone bills. The I wanted to tell you we're also going to cover a little bit of marketing as well. So it's going to be a pretty full show. We do have some people that were kind enough to call into the list feedback line. Again, that is learnhotdogs.com forward slash feedback. And you will um they were kind enough to do that and ask some questions that we're going to answer tonight for them. And whether they're listening or not, they'll still be able to access the shows. You can subscribe at the top of the show page, or you can just subscribe on iTunes, the BlackBerry, Zoom, whatever. You can subscribe. It's free. Um, it's nothing down, nothing a month. And we'll be right back, I think. He may look like a little boy, but he's built like a man. It's Ben on HDVR, Hot Dog Fender Radio. Have you wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? Learn hot dogs. Training, earn points and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to learnhotdogs.com. We now return you live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. I had gotten some complaints about the audio on the commercials and the little jingles and stuff are too loud. Um, for those listening, I, oh, is that that's now? part of the new soundboard, by the way. Do what? The, the dog bark, that's part of the new soundboard. <laughs> so, how is that? It's um, a, I thought this was a hot dog show. <laughs> well, it's a barking <laughs> show. Uh, it's our mascot, okay? Anybody's over in the chat room that could, um, could possibly tell me how those, um, the audio is. I keep adjusting it, trying to get it right. I've gotten a few texts while I've been going, um, and people saying, you know, some have said it was um, too low. So I, I adjusted it barely, kind of choppy. Choppy is an internet issue. could be an internet issue. I don't know. But guess who um, already popped off? Bob lost his connection. And so we will, um, we will hope Bob comes back. Um, I would like to 
Jason, if you're there, go ahead and discuss um, this, uh, you know, renting out your cart. And some of you may be asking, why would you rent out a cart? Well, there's there's times you're not going to use the cart. Most vendors, hopefully, don't work seven days a week. There's times when you just don't want to use it, you don't need to use it, or there's times of the day when you don't need to. And there may be an opportunity for you to make more money by leasing or renting the cart out on those days that you're not using it. You could do it with a location or without a location. Um, there are people doing it for just private parties. Somebody that wants to hold a party and they, they want to rent a cart. You could advertise on Craigslist in your newspaper, rent a hot dog cart for your next event or catering or whatever. And see, we can expand on this is because it's huge. Um, Jason, tell them a little bit about what you um, know about doing the party rentals, stuff like that. Um, this business I started with wood fired pizza and four hot dogs and sausage. Um, I could tell you that you definitely make more doing private parties and catering for corporate events. I have guys that will go out and work a weekend festival, and I go to one party and make what they pocketed in that three-day festival. And I'd have a lot more time with my family, uh, a lot less stress, and uh, it works well. I mean, the street vending will lead you to meet new clients. I believe uh, Darren the other day had a uh, vending job at a fair or a carnival, and it didn't work out quite as well as he thought it did. But with networking, he met somebody from the radio station, and now he's going in to meet them this week. And it looks like he's going to be doing some of their remote locations with them, providing the food, which would be even better because that will lead to even more people. And uh, you just never know who you're going to meet at the cart, what that person does for business or personal. And, you know, you'll get calls from people two years later saying, you know, hey, I saw you here or there. I was at this party and I got your card and I wanted to know about, you know, can you do Ben's party? Can you do, you know, Rob's business this weekend? And that's where you make really good money. And to me, I think you just got to think outside the box. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this a few times. Hey, Benner, are you uh, getting this? Is this still real choppy? Um, you're coming through. Um, I've got your mic maxed out as far as your audio feed coming through. Maxed out. But you know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hang up and I'll call you right back. I'm wondering if it's still our lines up here. We got wow, that storm last week and the phone huh. lines are still good. So oh. do you want to carry on for a second? I'll call you right back. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. We um, I guess I'll try to stick on one topic in in the the process of renting a cart. You could simply create a little ad on Craigslist um, that you have a cart for rent. You could create a flyer and let people know that you have something out there available to them that they can use for um, catering at a at, – let's say they're going to have a kid's birthday party or an office party or whatever, and they don't need a vendor. They just want to use the cart. Well – We'll go into this a little bit. You could also provide the food with it. You could say, okay, do you want me to prepare everything for you, or do you just want to use the cart? I'll bring the cart out, three hours, I'll pick it up. You don't have to clean it. And we charge $200 for three hours. That includes the cleanup, drop-off, training, and pickup. And so you can 
you know, in 30, 40 minutes of work, make a couple to 300 bucks. It's a it's a neat program, and there's people doing it. If you'll do a search online, um, Jason found one that is doing – I think I'm going to pull Jason back in. I didn't see him pull back in. Uh-oh. There. Is that any better? It's way better. Yeah, I still think we're having problems up here from those wicked storms the other night. Yeah. And, uh, maybe we are. the house line. I'm in my cell now, but even the house line is goofy, so I apologize, guys, if that was all choppy. That's no problem. So Jason found one the other day that's using a big dog cart, and he's renting it out um, to host your next party. Well, that's a brilliant move. Let's say you're going – you know that on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday you take off, and you're going to not use your cart on those days. You could make it available to someone. There's people out there. There's fundraisers that people have. There's – you know, the fire department may want to do a fundraiser. And we have them that stand out here in the roadway, and they hold the the fireman's boots, and they stop you at a light, and you drop change in it. Well, they also do singings um, where they'll have a singing at the fire hall, and they try to raise money because most of the most of the um, money that comes in it's volunteer, you know, work. So pretty much all the money comes from people's donations. So the fire department would be a good avenue. Um, I told you all that July 4th, I dropped my card off. Um, no, you know, you can do it with food or without, but, um, and I charged them a fee to take it and pick it up. It was pretty simple. I spent about five minutes with them showing them how to work it and how to light it. And and then I left and, and it was making me money without me being there. So there's tons of ways to make money in this business. And that's why we wanted to, to go deeper on this tonight Jason, do you have any more information on the gentleman that you had found that was doing that online? Yeah, he's on uh, Craigslist in South Jersey. Uh, so if you search Jersey, uh, I'll shoot that a link and maybe we can post it up or uh, maybe Brian right. Shores can post it up. Um, Brian, it's, uh, let's see, uh, Vinny's Mad Dog, if you see the ad there on South Jersey Craigslist under services. And uh, basically what this guy's doing, he has a real nice ad with a nice coupon on there. Uh, he tied him to the water park. Uh, he's also at a dog park on the weekends. So basically he's renting the cart out for 195 for 40 guests. Includes all the dogs, sorted chips, and beverage up to three hours. That's basically just under five bucks a person. Uh, in addition to the dogs and chips and stuff, he also offers Italian water ice, uh, soft pretzels, special toppings, photos, that kind of thing. He's got a real nice sound system that he sets up with the cart. And, uh, you know, this guy's got a real nice ad. You know, it talks about birthdays, anniversaries, grand openings, family reunions, promotion, special events. Um, you know, the guy does a nice job. He puts in a YouTube video, uh, talks about where he is on the weekends and things. Thanks to Brian, you rock. Brian just posted a uh, link to it in the blog so folks can see that. Um, but he does, you know, he does a nice ad. And I mean, Ben and I were kind of talking about, you know, I, I was researching, you know, for the show, some guys, and this guy does a beautiful ad with a coupon and, you know, very nice pictures. And then we've got the other end where there's another vendor, um, down the road from us and he posted an ad, me and my wife works a card with a phone number. Now, I don't know, I'm no writer as Ben will tell you and Rob, I, I have my wife spell check everything. You know, she keeps me from looking like 
a total idiot most of the time. Um, but me and my wife works a cart and a phone number. Do you really think you're going to see any jobs out of that? I mean, you know, you need to put a little effort into it. And I mean, if you guys want to look at a template for something like this for Craigslist, this guy has, you know, an awesome ad that you can basically model yours after. And, uh, you know, again, with me starting in wood-fired pizza, we did mainly like Thursday through Sunday. So uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I started renting my cart out to restaurants, and they'd have a wood-fired Tuesday or wood-fired Wednesday. And I would basically come out, drop it off. First couple times, show them how to light the fire, let them go. Um, they Their chefs would come up with their recipes and tell them what they can and can't do to the floor, that kind of thing, and we'd turn them loose. I mean, at least... That cart's making me a couple hundred bucks versus just sitting in my driveway doing nothing, taking up space. And it's the same way with your cart. You know, if you're going to be away for a weekend or you're not working except weekends, you know, bring it out during the week, whether it's a car dealer like Ben was talking about or special events or, you know, birthday parties, things like that. Let it make you use a couple hundred bucks. It's still a couple hundred bucks you didn't have with that cart just sitting in your driveway or your garage. I think um, we're losing you there, Jason. Um, I know that. Um, um, I, I know we have Rob back. Rob, we talked about the the times when you're not using your cart um, that you could offer it for rent. That you could do party, you could do drop offs, you could do um, it and the food. You could do just the cart. You could do you and the cart. Um, there's several ways to do this. Yes, um, I, you know that was one of the things that uh, I had to address a little bit with my cart. Um, you know, I've, I own a vending company, but my cart has been sitting um, either at the commissary or my garage or whatever. You know, as much as four days a week. And one of the things me and my wife talked about, I said it's sitting there. It's not making any money. So surely we can figure out a way that we can utilize it to make money. Um, and, and we got to talk about you know leasing it and renting it out and stuff like that. But definitely, um, you know, if it's, especially if you're renting to organizations and not individuals, you know, you may specialize just re- doing like retail establishments that, that are doing, or you like you mentioned the fire departments. If you feel a little more comfortable cutting loose your cart with those type of organizations, just limit it to you know business people and say if you're a business or an organization looking to raise money or to do a fundraiser or to, you know, do a promotional, um, we have uh, a hot dog cart available for um, businesses. And you can specialize in just, again, renting out to businesses. Uh, if you're a little leery about just some guy picking it up and or you dropping it off at their house and not knowing who they are or what they're about, I can understand that and I can appreciate that. But, you know, most businesses, if it's a, you know, a huge mattress store or car dealership or something, you're going to be – usually A-OK with those type folks. Uh, they're going to make good with it. You know, they're not – it's stainless steel. It's, unless somebody runs over it, there's not a lot of damage that, that can be done to a cart um, just cooking hot dogs, you know. Uh, so definitely look at some of those options of leasing your cart because there's, uh, there's some pretty good money that can be made doing that. I um, – you can – you don't have to be everything to everybody, but you could pick something and try. Um, you know, advertise on this. It's free. 
And you can also make some flyers up. And I'll pick one thing. Um, drop-off service um, catering. Um, drop-off and the spread. Your choice of stuff, condiments, and you have these little packages. That'd be a great time to have a website so that you could have those packages listed, but you could always do it by phone or fax. So you have a church group call you or the uh, local bank and picnic, and they want a card out there and drop it off with the food per meal price, and then you charge for uh, clean. Types of things would make you more money. By all means, find additional sources of revenue for that part. That way it's always making money. If you go down to, you know, we have these tool rental companies, and I'm sure everybody does, but they're just tool rental companies, and they, they'll rent you anything. You want a pressure washer for the day or a drill for a half a day, even something inexpensive they rent because you may not only, you know, like me, I don't, I'm, I'm not real handy, so I have no need for a skill saw. Well, if I need a skill saw, I can go rent it for four hours, you know, for $13 or something. And those types of things um, are needed. And there's a reason there's multiple tool rental places in a lot of is because lots of people that just need it temporarily. A lot of people don't need a hot dog cart permanently, but they'd like to have one once a month for their um, fundraising singing over at the church or whatever they're doing. So there's there's a way to market these things so that you can create this additional income. Um, What's that? Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, along the lines of, you know, take it outside the box, um, someone like Rob who does some of these other bigger events, you could also barter with that rental company. Say they have a cotton candy machine or a snow cone machine that you want to use at, you know, another event. You could also say, well, you know, I'll give you this rental for that rental when I need it for that event, you know, next month or two months from now. You know, so there's other ways. You know, maybe the guy doesn't want to pay you. See if he'll barter with you. You know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So, you know, just always be thinking outside that box. And if they won't pay you for it, see if they'll trade you for it or barter with you. You know, because you can use that later. And, uh, you know, use that cotton candy machine or use that snow cone machine or Hawaiian shaved ice machine or, you know, some kind of kid's game or, you know, like when I talk about doing the event, uh, blow up movie screen. Things like that. So, you know, don't be afraid to, to think outside of the box and, and barter, trade, that kind of thing. Uh, it still gets the job done. I like it. If y'all, um, those listening, um, and would like to call in, the number is 424-258-9364. Press option 1 if you want to talk to Rob. Jason. You can also... Um, you know, not press option one. I think it's option two, and just listen in if you're having problems connecting to um, Blog Talk Radio, and then you can listen from any phone, home or cell. But if you do log on to the website at learnhotdogs.com/radio, you will be able to um, 
join in on the chat room. The chat room has about 12 people tonight, and they're all chatting, and I can see them. Um, just see that um, Jody has arrived, and um, and welcome, Jody. Jody does a lot of the moderating um, over on the Mobile Food Vendors Association forums. If you haven't been over there lately, that is kicking. It is really, really um, doing well. The... Um, I know that Rob spent a lot of time separating out the different um, what, uh, threads, are they called, Rob? Threads? Yes. Uh, you have different sections, and then you have different threads and so forth um, and that people talk about different discussion topics. Um, so, yeah, all that's been uh, – we talked about last show. It's for those that uh, hadn't – heard of the last show, uh, we've separated everything out. It's much more user-friendly, easier to navigate, research stuff, uh, that sort of thing. But uh, come on over there, uh, go to mymfva.org, and uh, go to the forum section, and it's free to sign up. And uh, you do not have to be a member of MFVA just to look around and chat and ask questions and so forth. And come on over there and visit with us and see what you think. Something else. A lot of good information. Eddie asked, um, do we still use another chat because there used to be 30 or 40 people in this during the show? And you're absolutely right, Eddie. There used to be. What happened, part of that's my fault or most of that's my fault, trying to – there were some people that had problems logging into it, so I tried to make another one. And then the Mobile Food Vendor Association got those installed and operating, and we were trying to do it. Well, there were some people – having problems logging into it, plus there was no monitor control, and so it, it created several problems. So what we did is just went back to the Blog Talk Radio's uh, format. We do have some calls, so we're going to take a quick commercial, and we'll come back and answer some calls. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. Are you enjoying the show? Want to hear more for free? Head on over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ben's Carts or Google HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. All the jam-packed episodes are available, and they are all free. And now you can get them through iTunes. Subscribe today. It's half off, and half off nothing is still nothing. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Bob. Folks, welcome back to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I thank you for listening. If you have a question, you'd like to call in at 424-258-9364, and the phone lines are open. We have a caller at the caller from the 609 area code. I am making you live. Um, keep in mind, we're a family show. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, sir? I can't hear you at all. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Now I can. Better. 
Uh, yeah, somebody gave me this number about ordering a truckload of umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that was a no return policy. Sorry, sir. How's <laughs> it going tonight, gentlemen? Hello. Got yeah. more mascots. Can, all right, can you guys hear me or not? This this cell phone sucks. Okay, well, I, uh, I can hear you now. <laughs> no, how are we doing? This is Brian, by the way. Hey, Brian, how are you? Oh, it's craziness. Summer's getting pointed over and kick everybody off my beach and go home. <laughs> <laughs> but this this whole topic, this, I wanted to call in about with the rending of the carts. Um, as you all know, I'm like I say, planning on heading down to Asheville this fall. And the last time I was down there, I'd actually t- talked to the local grocery store. And, you know, asked him about, well, you know, would you be you know, allowed to set up in their parking lot? And he says, well, if it's for profit, no, we'd have to go through corporate. But if it was for nonprofit, he goes, I could give the okay for that. So that was the idea that I came up with, you know, leasing the card out to a nonprofit on, say, like on the weekends or something like that. And you know, charge them a rental fee. That's smart. And yeah, like, because like the Vincent, cool thing you know, about that, Brian. The cool mm-hmm. thing about that, Brian, is you're leasing it with a location. Like say you, and one of the things I was going to talk about too is getting in contact with any civic organization, uh, Boy Scouts, Lions Clubs, uh, Civitans, uh, JCs, any of those folks. And see, now the way you've done it, Brian, is ultra smart because you've secured them a location to raise money. You know, a nice grocery store with a lot of foot traffic and so forth. So you could say, hey, I'll only not only rent you the cart, I've got a good location for y'all to do the fundraiser y'all are needing to do in the future if you need one. Yeah, basically all they got to do is, you know, have a couple bodies out there. I mean, whether it be Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, you know, right. pretty much. Any nonprofit, and like Ben said, you know, you give them a few, you know, minute training session on, you know, just how to set it up. You know, talk to the grocery store, and you may be able to work it out with them where, you know, they give them a little bit of a break on buying their supplies right through them. And, you know, everybody wins. Mike, just rent a out to a summer, um, it's, a, it's a summer school program with sports. And they don't have a concession area in this little um it's public land, public use lands, but it's like a park, but it isn't. There's not like a walking area or tennis courts or anything. It just has a baseball field and a small track, smaller than normal. And they don't have a concession area and she rented it to them and she did it cheap. She did it for a hundred bucks because it was helping the them raise for the pro So bucks they rented the cart, they supplied the foods and um, now she left it there. You know, it was an all day. Picked it up. That's another way to um, help your community because they had no way to bring in vendors because there wasn't enough people to support that. You still there? Um, yep, yep. I think we lost Brian. Brian, you still there? Oh, we lost him. Um, he disappeared. Um, we do might have, have another. Might have had an umbrella avalanche. 
Umbrella Avalanche. Hopefully Brian will call back in, but right now we're going to take another caller. Caller from area code 314. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. This is David from the St. Louis area. David from the St. Louis area? How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, I've been listening to you. I'm new into the business. I've had one gig, and I have a couple more scheduled for uh, big events. But what I'm having trouble with is finding a regular spot. It, in my community, there's a law against uh, any uh, vending on public property. You have to get permission from the private property owner in order to vend on their property. Uh, and I, I've been having a little trouble um, doing that. I'm just starting my marketing phase where I'm going out and I'm talking to property owners. haven't done it extensively, but um, I, I, I have um, – it just seems like in this area, it's just uh, there seems to be an underlying uh, bias or something against carts uh, in, in the St. Louis County. Now, there's more carts in the city, but that's a whole different ballgame, and they don't recognize – the St. Louis County as far as the health department and everything. So I'm just looking for some advice on uh, basically getting this going where I'm actually making some money. What locations are you hitting? Like what, what places are you going to to see if you can set up? Well, I went to, I went to uh, some retail places. I sent out uh, a, a flyer to about 100 different businesses, and I'm starting to follow up on those by telephone. Um, Wait, um, right right there, definitely. I I don't know how Ben and Rob feel, but I wouldn't do anything by phone. Um, Face-to-face is definitely a much better way to sell it um, because you're you're there, you're talking to them, you look good, have some pictures of your cart with you, maybe a menu, sample menu. Um, but me personally, I, w- I would never try and secure a location by phone. It just never seems to work out. I mean, what do you guys think It never think seems to work out by phone. Okay, well, that's good advice. It never, um, never, never. Um, I told a story, this has been several months back, about a gentleman in, um, I think it was New Mexico, and he was trying to get a commissary by phone. And and it's impossible, unless you know the person you're calling. You, yeah. you want you want to be in their face, um, not in a bad way, but it's easy for somebody to hang up on a telemarketer, so to speak. But you definitely want to go face-to-face with them. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I would definitely recommend that. Would, uh, so, so you hit some retail businesses. Like, Tell me what kind of business was it? Like, what, what one, uh, you one was a, um, a pool place, and I noticed that uh, he, had re- he had allowed uh, a guy to sell uh, Cardinals things uh, a year or two ago uh, on his property, so I hit him thinking that he might allow me to sell um, hot dogs on his property, and and he didn't want to have anything to do with me. I, I don't know if it was my approach or 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 whatever, but uh, um, anyway, um, and um, I also um, hit some businesses like you know printers. Um, I hit um, an office complex because there's like hardly any restaurants around there. 
Um, and I went into the office complex. I talked to the uh, building manager, and she said, "Oh, well, vending in this uh, in this uh, area is totally illegal, which it's not. But for some reason, somebody had told her that, and so then I didn't get the first base on that one. Um, so that's that's. I mean, like I said, I haven't been extensively out there one on one." Uh, but What's I'm your just trying to approaching? get some good, you know, like these are the the, the places to hit that you might um, you might get into. Um, I did talk to some. Um, um, I talked to one guy who had a strip mall that was almost totally empty, but yet he didn't want me on his property because I might obstruct the, his view the view of of his empty properties. So I didn't get that. Well, <laughs> um, I did manage to get one uh, uh, Dollar General um, grand opening, but they kind of used me to do their grand opening. I did $110 worth of business, and they're going to try to get me for four more. Okay. But, can, can you hear me? Um, Skype has a function. Yeah. It's a it's a cool feature, but it, it hurts when you try to um, – to jump into a conversation because it blocks out that um, that caller. So, but what I was asking you is, what approach are you using? Could you could you go through that with us um, on the radio here live and tell us as though we were the um, store owner, shop owner, you know, whatever? Well, um, uh, the advice has been given to me is it's not about me; it's about them. It's about what. I can do for them, and that is uh, become an, an advertisement for them, uh, put their advertising on my cart, um, um, direct my the, the people that I attract, uh, suggest that they uh, patronize their store. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to not say, okay, well, I just want to sell some hot dogs on your property, and, and you know, no, I, I, I approach it like, I'm a, mar- a marketing tool for you to get more customers. I wouldn't. Um, I, I wouldn't do it in a sales pitchy way, though, because if yeah. you sell them, they automatically put their guard up. But there's a way to word it so that it doesn't sound like a sales pitch, and it also doesn't sound like a begging. And what I would do when I approach someone new is go. Hey, my name's Ben. Me and my wife, or me and my daughters, we have a hot dog cart. It's how we make a living. And we're going to be over in your neck of the woods next week and would like to know how you would like it if we set up for a couple hours. We're licensed, insured, bonded, and we're approved by the state. And people love us. Um, You will find you get a different type of response when you pitch it in that that method um everybody's on pitch and you've got to find the way that's comfortable for you but you don't want to go into i'll let you put signs on my cart and i'll do twice a day i'll sing your um your theme song to your store because by doing that it sounds like okay my this is crap and i really really want to be here and if I do all of this, will you let me? Oh, and okay. then it, you want to make it sound like you're doing them a favor. 
And because you are. Because once you're there, they will fall in love with you. If you're treating their customers good and saying hi to them as they come in and stuff like that, you're going to get repeat business. The first place I ever went that was in front of a store, the store manager asked me later, would I be interested in being there full time? Now, obviously, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done good enough to be there seven days a week or even five days a week. But the point was is that he wanted it because I was an asset to his store. You're going to want to to pitch it as an asset, not as not as a um a marketing gimmick. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, the, the the marketing side of it also is a lot of these businesses are getting hit by these newspaper people and radio people all trying to sell them something and charge them something. And I, I just think you're probably getting shut down at these businesses because they probably think you're gonna you're gonna hit them up for some kind of money to put their logo and things. And like Ben well, said, they can kind of close their ears at that point. Do I want to look come in looking like a salesman, like you know, nice business dress? Or do I want to come in looking like, um, well, see, I'm an entertainer uh, by trade, and so do I want to come in in the outfit that I'm going to be vending in? I wouldn't come in in an outfit. I'd come in as just casual Friday, not in blue jeans and and you're running shorts, but maybe blue jean pants and a nice shirt. Um, And... Just a normal appearance, something that you could walk into the bank and nobody give you a second glance, something you could walk into the hardware store and nobody give you a second glance. Okay. Okay. A lot. And now, as far as uh, locations, um, you want to go over some of that? Hey, Ben. Then? Yeah. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Let me chime in two seconds here. Yep. Here's the thing I found, and I've been in sales most of my life often on my sales management and everything else. If you're not real specific with people, sometimes they think casual is, uh, you know, where when you say not somebody won't take you a, a second look at you, that means uh, ACD, ACDC T-shirt and a pair of short, you know, pair of shorts or jeans and flip-flops. Um, what I suggest, and I make it real simple when you're going out cold calling, for hot dog carts is either a nice pair of clean pressed khakis and I don't mean dress khaki you know just like you can wear tennis shoes with these khaki type pants a belt that matches your shoes whatever color that is black or brown a nice solid color golf shirt that's it that is your attire um, shirt tail tucked in that's what you should wear uh, no stripes, no this, no that, no keys dangling, hanging from your keychain, from your waist, uh, distraction. Leave your cell phone in the car. Don't take it in. You don't need distractions when you're trying to talk to somebody. It's very rude. Um, but that's exactly how you should dress. Um, you know, a plain pair of decent khakis, you can buy them at Sam's Club, Walmart, for 12 bucks. Uh, solid color. You $24 most, $30 in a whole outfit. Uh, at Walmart, and it could look, you know, very professional, very nice, um, solid colors, nothing wild, no crazy pinks, greens, uh, you know, lime greens, just something gray, black, navy, you know, whatever. Um, that's what you should be wearing. Um, that way, there's no question about how do I look. 
Um, okay. And, and that that's how you go out to talk to business people. You're dealing with business people, so business people like to deal with business people. So if you're going into uh, any business, uh, like Ben talks about uh, casual Friday, but business um, friendly, you know, it's it's that look. And, you know, you want to be nice, clean um, appearance, and you go in um, with the with the business attitude about you, but not not overly business where you're sounds like a sales pitch kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Those are great. Um, what, uh, can I make a comment about renting carts? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I never thought about that before uh, tonight, but... Um, is there some sort of liability involved in renting them? Because um, let's say you rent out your cart to someone and they mess up and blow up Walmart, like you said before, then uh, then you're liable, right? Not, I mean, you can't really control what they do. Well, the so, the and and I, I talk about this in the book, and I think I've got a, a blog article about it as well, but. You're, you're, you bring up an excellent point, and it's a smart point because you do want to be careful what you're doing and who you're putting out there, whether they're representing you or not. And so you can have them sign a release. You can have them sign a lease in the show notes for tonight. There is a link to a seven-page lease that I use, and you can alter that and customize it however you need or to fit your state's laws. But on insurance, you should have insurance already, and you should make yeah. sure that insurance covers you if you rent the cart. If it doesn't, make sure that whoever you're renting it to has a policy that would cover you. There, that may be more difficult unless you're doing you know frequent, like every month you're doing. The First Baptist Church is renting your cart. They they probably wouldn't mind adding you as a loss payee on their policy just in case they you know they blew it up and and sued you know everybody their brother and and that kind of stuff but you do bring up a valid point you just want to check and make sure that you have coverage at least for yourself in the event you rent your card out okay and i assume that you would take the your own logo off your cart nope or would you leave it on I'd leave it on. It's marketing. Okay. In fact, you may want to get you a a removable vinyl graphic or something on the cart while it's there that says, rent this cart, call this number. Okay. Okay. Um, or rent cart or rent cart and vendor, call so-and-so. Because... Anytime you can get your name out there, you're branding, and that's a smart thing to do. If you're not putting your name on there because you're scared of liability, I promise you a lawyer will be able to track you down if in the event they want to sue you, and anybody can sue you. But um, I could sue you right now because you're, um, I don't like your voice on the on the radio. Right. But I, I probably wouldn't win, but I could waste your time and my time doing it, and there's lawyers out there that would take that. So definitely get um, insurance. Gotcha. You see now with the MFA, man, we got a hell of a deal. I you know what? My policy in half. 
exactly. It it just my policy's been running me because I pay it quarterly. It runs me. It's supposed to be six hundred a year, but because I pay it quarterly, it's six fifty a year. And I've always pitched it because it's State Farm, and everybody's got a State Farm near. Now there's an insurance company through the Mobile Food Vendor Association where you can get that in half. It's less than half. It's two ninety nine. Wow. For more coverage. Yeah, and they're throwing that in the marine policy for 10K, and you know, that covers products, phone, laptop, generator, that kind of stuff. It also covers part of the unit. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's a great policy. Not to mention you can sign in and do your additional insureds right there over your phone or computer, email them, print them. Uh, it's a real nice feature. You don't have to wait. My company sometimes take a week to get me an additional insured form back. What do you mean? Uh, Insured. Let's say you're going to go set up at a um, an event, and it's going to be Saturday, and today's Friday, and the event place or or the store you're setting up in front of goes, hey, listen, we we can't let you out here unless we're added to your policy as an additionally insured or loss payee. Um, yeah. With this company, you can do it instantly online. Yep. You can email it and then show it to them on your phone. It's that quick. So it's a uh, a great feature also to not be charged for it too. My company charged. It's twenty five bucks wow. to add somebody. Okay. okay. That sounds that sounds great. So uh you were saying about the retail places you were hitting. Um should we go through Rob and give them some ideas of places to go and you know, things to look at. Yes. Well, tell me what was you was that a was that a question? Um, more so like a statement to these guys, you know, if we should just go over a couple of places to, to possibly look at and see if we can direct you in a, a direction towards something. Okay. Well, the, uh, the direction I'd send you in is the, and these are my staple things, you know, is hospitals. Um, you know, their cafeterias close at four typically. Um, I would check with Dollar General, Goodwill, Tractor Supply. Um, you could, if you want to, invest in the time and the money and go to Street Eats, which is streets.net, and go after Home Depot or Lowe's and have you a permanent location that's always going to have people there. There's um, locations like, I, I, I know, you know, all the dollar-type stores, Dollar General, Family Dollar, Nurseries. Um, you could do like I, I did a video a week ago about um or a couple weeks ago I, I don't remember my time um, messes up my head but anyway I think it was a couple weeks ago about Sergeant Peppers that uh, in Chattanooga he's in front of McKay's bookstore well you think of a bookstore and you go a bookstore ain't busy well this bookstore is busy 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 like hundreds of people an hour and so um. There, he's there all day, and he's he's found that after a year and a half in the business, and now he is just kicking butt. I mean, he is just rocking it. And so um, there's places like that that you can go, and if you type in in the search on LearnHotDogs.com locations, it will pull up blog articles we've done about locations and give you some more ideas. Okay. I thank you. For calling in, um, did you have any final questions or anything you wanted to say before we go? No, I just uh, I like the uh, program, and I 
Oh, I downloaded um, all of your uh, 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 podcasts to my iPhone, so I'm starting to go through them, uh, the past ones, to learn more. So that's uh, interesting uh, that I could do that. Wonderful. Um, I thank you, and if we can ever help you, um, feel free to call us um, or use the listener feedback line, and we'll answer it even if you can't can't find time to catch the radio show, you can always leave it on the listener feedback line and it'll get answered either way. Okay, great. Thanks. Hey, thank you for calling in. Have a good evening. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, we are at top of the hour, and um, I guess um, we'll be right back. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. If you want to roll with the big dogs, you need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. Buildacart.com. You want to rock your world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. He may look like a little boy. But he's built like a man. It's Ben on HTVR Hot Dog Fender Radio. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host or the station is engaging in rendering legal, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. Since the details of your situation are fact-dependent, you should additionally seek the services of a competent professional. Do you like freebies and discounts? Then check out mymfba.org. You can get instant access to secrets that will supercharge your business. Gain instant eligibility to all MFVA-sponsored giveaways and much, much more. For more details, visit mymfba.org. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Out of shape? Get off the f***ing couch. Go to benscarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at benscarts.com. Be there. Mobile Food Vendors Association. Want to be hot snot on a silver platter instead of that cold booger on a paper plate? Then go to Ben'sCarts.com and check out the free training videos. Link to the blog and connect to the radio show. And it's all free only at Ben'sCarts.com. Faster than a speeding bullet? Not likely. From high atop the Great Smoky Mountains, it's Ben! Spreading truth, justice, and the American way with his trusted sidekick, Rob. It's HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Over one hour of real guests, real vendors, and the real truth about life, lemonade, and the pursuit of a good wiener. Brought to you by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCart.com. So stay tuned, sit back, and enjoy the show. Here. 
Welcome back to the second half of the Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show, and I'd like to thank Rob and Jason for being here with us and for the callers we've had. And Brian, I'm sorry your call got dropped. You're welcome to call back in, and we'll pick you up. But I wanted to, and it looks like we have another caller, but I wanted to um, play y'all something. Um, I got some questions in this week, and this was amongst them. And and tell me what you think. Hello, old Buddha of hot dogs. I uh, wanted to call in a confessional. I ate two Sonic Chicago dogs today and cheated on all hot dog cart owners everywhere. Can y'all believe that? Does the voice sound familiar? Like, I don't want to say names. But I'll give you a hint because I figured out who it was. Um, starts with an R, ends with an ob, and he left that voicemail on my voicemail, um, and said he had cheated on vendors everywhere, <laughs> and and ate at Sonic of all places, a hot dog vendor eating at Sonic. Um, you know what was even worse? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was. <laughs> Stuffing my face with a Sonic Chicago dog and went by and seen a buddy of mine that runs a hot dog cart. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Horrible, Rob. Horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> well, you know, I have to have a Chicago dog occasionally. I just one of those things I crave. And I'm sorry, there's nobody in my area that makes Chicago dogs other than Sonic. So... For everyone out there that owns a hot dog cart, I'm sorry. Well, Chicago I apologize. super popular um, where we are, Rob. Um, right. Brian just posted that he's going to be near me. He'll be about 90 minutes um, when he goes down to Asheville. And I'm going to love that. I want to get with um, him. He and I need to do a charity fundraising hot dog-a-thon over in Buncombe County, North Carolina, um, which is a beautiful place up in the mountains in Asheville. And so, um, Brian, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait to meet you in person and shake your hand, and um, we'll go to Sonic and have us a Chicago dog. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. can't believe that. Um, let's um, Let's take a... Goodness, I had questions queued up. Um, here's okay. one. Here's one. Are you ready? Hey, Ben. This is Calvin. I'm just newly getting into the vending, hot dog vending business. I'm here in East Tennessee and uh, just trying to decide on what direction to go with the choice of hot dog. I know Sam's got a good beef franks. He's very cost effective. But also, I think I'd like to have a sausage-type dog um, and what would be the best from your experience for the cart and where, where to get it. And also, I guess if a quarter pounder is needed, I know the Hebrew seems to be the one that keeps coming up. Sam's doesn't have them or can't get them. And I'm here in East Tennessee. And I just wonder if you have any insight on the choice of what I need to serve as dogs on my cart and uh, where I might could get them. Thank you. 
Well, I thank you for the question. Um, that was called in on the line, and I apologize for the audio quality. That was my fault. Um, but the gist of that is, um, did, did y'all hear that, Rob and Jason? Yeah, I could hear them. Okay. Um, do one of y'all want to take a stab at that one? I'll let Rob start with that one. <laughs> um, I know you uh, you talk about the um, bakers and chef quite a Did we lose Rob? I think we lost him. No, I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. Hit, oh, hit there he is. sorry. Right, hit um, I know you talk about bakers and chefs, uh, uh, the Sam's Club uh, hot dogs quite often. You know, I, I'm a Nathan's guy. I know Jason's a Vienna guy. Um, I can only speak from using Nathan's, and some of the guys were looking at bakers and chef and so forth, and I re-looked bakers and chef, um, and I'll tell you, the price difference at my local Sam's Club between the Bakers and Chef and the Nathan's All Beef Hot Dogs are literally like four cent a piece difference. That's it. So my theory is if I can go with a branded hot dog that people know, um, and I'm not saying that has to be Nathan's. I'm saying if you look at prices and start comparing them, look at look at Hebrew National and say, okay, well, um, you know, it's four cent difference, it's six cent difference, it's whatever. Um as long as it's within reason, um, then now you get into Boar's Head, they're pretty pricey. Uh, if I had to guess there's probably gonna be upwards of ten, fifteen, twenty cent a piece difference. They're less um, than. I'm sorry, do what Ben? Less than Vienna. The Boar's Head is? Okay. Yeah, so I mean just it's just a matter right now I'll tell you for an eight to one count Nathan's hot dog, I pay, I believe it's $0.32 cent a piece is what I pay. Okay? So the, the Baker's and Chef, I think, was like $0.28 cent a piece when I did the math on it. So I don't know what Jason's paying for an 8 to 1, but my, my, my uh, point I don't want to make you cry. <laughs> you ain't going to make me cry, I'm sure, because uh, unless, uh, uh, unless you're that are you uh, what are you paying, Jason? Uh, right, right now we're four bucks a pound. So an eight to one, that puts me at you know roughly fifty cents a dog. Right. I mean, I know some of the other guys are paying like uh, probably about sixty six, sixty eight cents a dog uh, right. throughout the country. You know, the price fluctuates. I mean, I happen to be with a big house here that's a, a big right. supplier for a couple states of Vienna. So I mean, they move a lot, so we get a good price. But I know some guys buying them to Restaurant Depot and stuff for. 68 cents. I mean, I definitely agree wholeheartedly with Rob going with a branded product, whatever it may be, uh, just for recognition, uh, possible support from the company, things like that. Um, you know, how many people are going to recognize that Baker and Chef's name? People in the industry, but the, the general public, a few people that shop at Sam's Club or something might recognize it, but I, I definitely feel there's uh, power with the branding and if you can get back up from the company, whether it's umbrellas, signs, things like that, I, I think that's a definite. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm switching over, as you know. I'm going to go with Vienna because of the MFEA and the all the the goodies that come along with it, all the marketing <laughs> stuff, the text line, um, the marketing stuff for different events, Mother's Day and holidays and all that stuff. They Firefighters, do. military. I mean, they just sent me a page today. I think I showed you that text to um, 
there must be 15, 18 different posters. And when I send them to you, I mean, these are nice laminated 12 by 24 posters and, uh, you know, tabletop cards, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, that, that really helps. I mean, it, it really, really helps. But, you know, having that national brand behind you, whether it's a Nathan's or Hebrew, uh, me personally, and I, I forget what this gentleman's name was, the caller, but uh, I would definitely recommend some type of national brand. Now, he also asked about sausages. And sausages, I still get to this day at the grocery store. God. The only place I can find them, I, I get a discount through the manager, but it's the only place I can find pre-cooked Italian sausages. Yeah, I do the same thing, Ben. I buy mine from I buy them from Walmart. I don't buy them on a wholesale level. A, in my area, and it could be just me, I sell probably 30 to 1, 20 to 1 hot dogs and sausages. So to me, it's not worth me trying to go find a big wholesale bulk pack and all that stuff. So, you know, I carry Hillshire Farms. Um, I did try some Johnsonville brats, um, but it was a sausage-style brat, even though it said beef brat. It looked like a sausage. It looked like just like the Hillshire Farms. They are $2.78 for the Johnsonville for six of them, and um, they're $2.50 uh, for the uh, Hillshire Farms, uh, for six of them. Right. Um, so you're looking, you know, less than fifty cent a piece for those. And and I do mark them up. I'm, I actually uh, mark those up. I charge two seventy five for my hot dogs, three twenty five for sausages. Um, if they're pre cooked and you're not selling a ton of them, but it's something you want to offer, you could if you got a griddle or some type of grill, you could about cook them to order. Um, you know, yeah. most people. You know, they'll stick around for three minutes while you heat one up. You know, it doesn't take long. That's so. what, I'm, you know, Tennessee, we have to have um, pre-cooked, and most states are pre-cooked food. Right, food. yep. Something I, I would like to point out to the caller that called in on that question, and it was a good question, but um, is do a taste test. Um, your area may want something different. Some people sell Sabret, some people sell Nathan's, Vienna, um, Boar's Head, there, There is a benefit to having a name brand, but you may get out there and taste test them. There's a gentleman that, that emailed me this week or last week, um, and he is out in Colorado, and he has been doing – what's that cheapy brand at the grocery store? Um, everybody's got it. Ballpark or Oscar Mayer, something like that. And I can't think of it. Um, Dad, gum. It's it's at all Walmarts, but I he tested it, and his taste test came back. It is the winner over the more expensive ones. So you may want to consider your area, and you may have to do several taste tests, but it's easy to do a taste test. Buy six or eight brands. Um, you don't have to buy them wholesale. Just go buy them retail and cut them into, um, you know, go ahead and cook them. And then get you multicolored toothpicks and make all the boar's head red and all the Vienna blue and whatever and and separate them by color. Don't tell anybody the colors. And when you put them on a dog, cut cut them into bite-sized pieces so they get the bun and the dog. And get an actual taste test done with some of your friends and neighbors or anybody. Go do a free event at a children's home or safe space or something like that. And do a small taste test, you know, with 20, 30 people if you can. And that will give you good a good feel of what 
your area is going to want. And uh, I, I swear I'm going to have to get crickets, a cricket sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a caller that's been holding for about 15 minutes now, and I'm going to pull them up, and and um, they're calling from 317 area code. Caller five on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. This is Ben. We've got Rob and Jason live. How are you tonight? I'm good, guys. Um, I've been listening to you for uh, for some months now, and I feel like this would be something good to get into. But uh, I don't have a truck. I have no way to tow a hot dog cart. And I'm interested in what you're talking about tonight with people renting their car out to other people. Would there be a place to go to see if some of those opportunities are available in my general area or... Do you guys know anything about that? Well, you could test market the idea without spending a dime by going on Craigslist and listing in the services a hot dog cart for rent. Grab a picture off the website and go rent this cart and see if you get any response. If you get a response, get a cart. And well, Is he talking about for him to rent and use, or is he talking yeah. about to buy a cart and put it out to rent to use? Just for anyone, like, is there a place that we can go and get together, people that have cars that want to rent them and people that don't have one that okay, would like so, to rent so one? Okay, so you're looking for one that you want to rent and run to see if it's something you want to do. Uh, that and, you know, to make some more money to where I can get a truck in my own car. Right. Okay. That's a good point. What kind of, what kind of car you drive? So I have an F10 right now, but there's no trailer hitch. I don't know if I could put one on there or not. That's yeah, you can get a hitch on there. I mean, yeah. man, what, do you, what are some of the cart weights? I mean, Rob's well, got an All-American. and Well, you can go to LearnHotDogs.com um, right now, and the latest blog is about trailering. And you can get a hitch put on a Yugo or a smart car. Um, we have a... a um, that picture cracks me up. And um, Doug's dogs, good, good. He has he pulls his big dog with a smart car, so you can absolutely um, pull it with a ten. It may require a hitch, and if money's tight right now, you do bring up a good point. And um, as the forums and stuff grow on the Mobile Food Vendor Association, there will be a list of um, Rob was telling me about this a list of vendors that are willing to rent or help or um, let somebody operate their cart during these days of the week, stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be really useful, I think, both for the people trying to rent their cards and for uh, people that want to give it, uh, just get a little taste of the business. I, definitely, um, I would definitely make it a little easier. Are you already at Mobile Food Vendor Association? Um, I've never I've never went there before. I've uh, I've heard you talking about it before. I've never checked it out. You ought to check it out. It's free um, to go on the forums. You just get a free, you know, you sign up for a free membership. It's instant. And then you can talk to vendors. And you may have a vendor in your area. You may want to put, I've got in my little book, my course, that you may want to put an ad on Craigslist and say, hey, looking for a, um, to learn about the hot dog business, um, any card owners that, uh, you know, may be interested in renting their cart to me. 
while they're not using it. And you may get a reply. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good or, idea. Or you might find somebody off the uh, MFPA site that will let you shadow them for a day or something, you know, provide some labor for them, help them out, and, uh, you know, make sure it's something you want to do. Yeah, I mean, as always, you guys have some pretty good ideas, and uh, I'll definitely check out that website. Thanks a lot, Ben. You bet. I thank you for calling in and call back anytime. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Thank you. Have a good night. We have um, another question. Um, let me play this real quick. Hello, Ben. This is John Armstrong from Cincinnati, Ohio. My question is about um, actual hot dog carts. After you, you've had a cart for a while, I'm assuming it's going to need some repairs. Something's going to break. Um, is that something that you guys do, or like how how does a uh, uh, hot dog vendor repair his own cart? That's my question. Thanks a lot. Well, that's a good question. And um, most cards, um, and I would say all the reputable manufacturers, there's really not much that can go wrong. Um, you know, if you have a hot water heater with electronics in it, that stuff can go wrong, and, and that's just the nature of the beast with electronics. You have the stuff like that at home that does that. But the repairing it... Um, it should be simple if you keep up with the maintenance. If you will do the maintenance stuff like, um, you know, spray your – I spray my burners with Pam um, cooking oil um, after I'm done using them, and it keeps them from rusting. Um, those little things that you do like that, wiping the cart down. Rob probably has a, a world of tips on keeping a cart looking brand new. Um, his cart looks better than new. And so if you do those things, you probably won't have many repairs. But let's say you um, have a burner that you have to replace. And there's some carts that go out there that don't have commercial burners, and they, you know, they may only last a year or two. All of that stuff is doable. I mean, it's, you can actually do it yourself. If you're not handy, you may have to hire you know, a plumbing company that um, is certified in gas and have them come install a new burner. Um, some of the manufacturers offer parts, and you can get the parts fairly reasonable and put them back in. I know we offer burners for what we pay for. So you can go buy a burner and a rail and, and valves and, and, and upgrade your cart to commercial components. So um, there's really not a lot of repairs. Um, I don't see a lot of it. Um, I'm sure that some carts out there that you may have to do, you know, my first cart I bought was junk and it was brand new and I had to do repair after repair after repair after repair. And luckily I had a friend who is um, now my business partner at Ben's Carts and he is able, he was able to do anything I needed done. You know, when the propane tanks fell out of the bottom of it because they made the floor of it out of cardboard stuff, it, um, coming back from North Carolina, in fact, um, and I was in, you know, the mountains, and I had a propane tank rolling down behind me on the interstate, sparkling as it rolled. Those types of things. Dinner and a show. Do what? It's dinner and a show. A dinner and a show. Yeah, that was scary. Um, anyway, I, I kept thinking it was going to explode, but it didn't, fortunately. 
And I don't know that it would have, but it scared the crap out of me. The bottom line is I took that to my buddy Keith, and, and he fixed it. And he fixed it right. So there are there are ways to get it fixed. And if you ever get into a bind like that, whether it's one of our carts or somebody else's cart, call and I'll put you in touch with Keith to figure out what you need to fix it. The So the last and the least expensive way. I hope that answers your question. If it didn't, please call back or or just email me. Well, the other the other thing I'd suggest is you know if you can't get to a buddy or something like that besides the plumber, uh, usually you get that kind of work done at an RV center too. Uh, yeah. You're probably gonna pay a little bit more, but you know if it's the last resort, you can't do it and you got nobody else. You can usually find an RV place all over the country. Uh, yeah. Around us, we got a bunch of guys that actually come out on site and work on RVs. So that's, you know, one more avenue to look at for repair. And I, I would also suggest uh, keeping up with the wheel bearings. That's a big one that people forget. Yeah. Got to keep them greased. Yeah, the thing, too, uh, if you're putting in a new burner or whatever, you got a little, you, you keep smelling propane, uh, soapy water in a squirt bottle. Um, that's how you find uh, leaks and propane. Just squirt it on every hose area and uh, just take you some... Uh, I use Grease Lightning um, to clean my cart anyway so it's real foamy when it comes out. I just spray down my gas lines and everything else and you can see where a leak is pretty quick. Um, it'll uh, bubble up and it'll you just keep squirting it and just keep checking it for bubbles and it'll bubble up and you can see it but that's the easiest way to check for that. Uh, so if you're installing one, if you're not if you're a little unsure of how to do it, and you're not so sure of yourself. The safest way is turn it on and spray around it and see if it's leaking anywhere. Um, you know, and then fire it up. Uh, you know, and you're fine. So that um, that's a good idea. And the soapier your water is, the better off you'll be. It'll be yep. easy for it to stick to the pipe. If you use a really diluted water soap mixture, it'll just run off, and you'll be spraying forever to find that leak. Um, put right. plenty of soap in it so that it sticks there for a little bit. And you'll see the leak instantly. Um, well, the other thing you can do is have an X light a cigarette and smoke around it or something. You know, it always works too. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I've got um, an X. I would um, be willing to let help me find a leak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, another place to check if you're needing something done. I'll keep in mind too, guys. Most of these things are held together by rivets. Uh, and sometimes rivets will come loose or whatever. Um, you can buy a rivet gun and some rivets for uh, probably less than 20 bucks, just a standard hand, not a pneumatic-type rivet gun, but just a hand-type um, at Lowe's, any of the big box store-type uh, hardware stores, True Value, any of those should have uh, a simple um, uh, rivet gun that you use and... Uh, uh, buy you a thing of rivets and, and just, you know, repair anything like that. If you really can't get it fixed, uh, any machine shop or metal working shop, look in your local Yellow Pages uh, for any type of metal. Any type of welding shop typically does more than just welding. They'll bend metal. They'll do whatever. So if you've got something metal-wise on the cart that would need to be fixed, they can usually take care of you there. Um, and a lot of times they can do other things, you know, whatever. Uh, wheels and tires, again, the bearing situation. If you run low on tires as far as needing tread issues, I've figured out it's cheaper just to buy a whole new wheel and tire. 
Don't go messing around trying to buy a tire and putting on those wheels uh, on those trailer wheels. Just buy new wheels and tires and just replace the whole thing. And if they're not blown, use them as a spare. Just keep one on your cart somehow. Matter of fact, I think they even make a, a mounting kit where you can mount the uh, uh, wheel onto your tongue of your cart so you'll have a spare. Um, but just buy new wheels and tires altogether. Don't try buying tires and putting on the wheels. Uh, other than that, keep your bearings greased. And there ain't a whole lot of repair work on these carts. I mean, they're stainless, um, you know, especially, you know, Ben's car, one of the name brand carts. They hold together pretty well, guys, so don't get too worried about um, any major repairs. The main thing is maintenance as far as just little stuff and keeping it clean. Because if you let stuff go, it's harder to clean because you have to scrape chili and burnt this and whatever. Clean it thoroughly once a week. The um, the Link Master Brian over on the chat mentioned Harbor Freight Tools. Yeah. They're an excellent source. Them and Northern Tool, both, mm-hmm. if those nearby, um, always have you know spare tires. Harbor Freight's cheaper than Northern on spare tires and the little adapter right. to hook part tongue. Um, things like that are are smart. Trailer lights. If you you know break one, I think twenty bucks you can get an entire kit at um, Harbor Freight, and it's. Um, I think it's less than that. I think it's sixteen dollars for two lights. Or something to I, I replaced mine. Yeah. Um, it, in the- it, it had it had uh, a crack, so it leaked and all this. So I got water in it. So I just I just put two, two brand new ones on. It was like I don't know, sixteen bucks. It wasn't much. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Plus, it keeps it looking nice. So once the sun starts right. fading, it's a good idea to do that. And you can also remove your fenders and paint them because they'll get scratched up. And mm-hmm. You can buy fenders at Harbor Freight Northern Tool, and you can um, put those on um, and change your fenders out. If you want to be fancy, go to Lowe's or Home Depot and buy paint that's called aluminum. The color is aluminum, and it looks like stainless steel. And you can paint your fenders to match your cart, and um, that'll be sexy. Um, so there's several things you can do um, to to maintain it and keep it nice and clean. We have about 30 minutes left in the show. We'll, um, we'll be right back after these messages. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Less than 30 bucks. forward slash book. Get it? Read it and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. He's flakier than your Aunt Millie's pie crust at the county fair. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Thunder Radio. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, welcome to the Space Dog Cantina. Can I take your order? Yeah, uh, two Space Dogs with ketchup. Did you say ketchup? Uh, yeah. You need to go to learnhotdogs.com and learn about Space Dog Etiquette. Hey, easy. Plus, you can watch the free training videos. I'll go. Link to the radio show. Radio show. And check out the selection of used cards they have. Used cards? You can also sign up and earn points and get free stuff. Free stuff? Yeah. You think I paid for all this stuff? Learnhotdogs.com, the best wiener website 
in the galaxy. Yep, they're too sexy for their carts. It's Ben and Rob on HCVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I got to say a big thanks to Rob Harper. He is a fellow vendor, or soon to be vendor, who is talented um, and has a um, wonderful voice and talents and creates a lot or all of these commercials and little stinger things you hear on the Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Um, we have about 28 minutes left, and I still have another question that was um, 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 called in. I think I have two more. And we're going to try to get to that those before we close out the show. And I thank everybody for listening. If you do have a question and like to call in, you can call in to 424-258-9364, and we'll be happy to help you. And for those listening after the show... Um, last week we had um, over a thousand listens in the first three days after the show, um, and so you're listening to the show afterwards, and you want to catch it. It's every Tuesday night, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time, and you can go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash radio. Um, let's see, let's see. I'm gonna play this real quick and see. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Uh, my name is Brad, living in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I'm looking at getting into the um, hot dog world here. Um, the question that I have is, um, I've done my research, uh, I've read your book, I'm on your website every day, and um, I'm working on my commissary right now. So there's a local bar and grill, and I asked them if I could use their commissary area um, for my cart. Um, explain to them how it works, uh, what I need, prep area, store my napkins and things like that, um, store a couple of hot dogs in the freezer, you know, things like that. Um, the guy said yes, went back to talk to his boss, came back and said now his boss is kind of uh, weary because um, he wants to know if someone eats a hot dog and they get sick, would the bar and grill be liable or would I be liable? Um, I know we got insurance on our carts, don't know how it works, um, but he's I'm kind of on a little halt here because, um, you know, he hasn't gave me the okay all the way because he wants to know who's liable if someone gets uh, sick. You know what? Um, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I I cut that question off a little short because um, it's one that we answered and that particular question, actually, and did a um, HDVR podcast um, through the week that, and I think it's three or four six shows back as far as it's in the last seven days at learnhotdogs.com if you'd like to hear the rest of that and the answers to it it's there the other question that i wanted to play i cannot find but i listened to it not even an hour ago during the show um during a commercial break i listened to it and i can't find it um because i'm a moron at running this and so i wanted to tell you um, real quick what that question was and see if we can answer that question. Um, What the gentleman asked is he is in one um, town, licensed licensed in a state, licensed in a town, county, and he called in and asked, could he, um, he was invited to, I think it was a car dealer in another county and city. And didn't know if he needed to license up in that county 
in order to serve um, for that day's event. And I would like to take on that question and see what y'all say too. My answer is it's easier to beg for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. Um, And if you're already licensed, you're legal. It's not like you're running an illegal business. And because you're doing a job at a specific location for their customers, that's called catering. And so you're not on the local street corner. You're not over on, um, you know, in front of the courthouse in another county, which you would have to have a license for. You're going over there to do a one-time job catering or, you know, or five-time job catering, whatever it may be. I would not do anything but show up to the job and work the job. Jason? Uh, Me, I'm I'm all about that. Um, You know, if it's close to the county line, me, I'd say, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was over the line. You know, I have all my licensing things here. Um, I keep my old craft binder with me. that has copies of my serve safe, my insurance certificates, um, any contact information I need for vendors, uh, extra insurance certificates for other people that I print out. You know, I've just got everything in it. And uh, I'd show them that. I'd pull it all out and just, you know, let them see you're organized and you're on top of it. And, hey, I didn't know I was in the next county or I didn't know I was doing this. But for catering, I'm all about doing it. It's catering. And, Nine times out of ten, the uh, counties don't do anything as far as catering licenses and things like that because you're not a hall, you're an on-site. And uh, me, I'd rather do it and ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, and I, I doubt that you'd ever hear a word from anyone. Um, the odds that somebody would pull up and go, oh, who gave you permission to be here? Uh, we're doing a private event. And so I doubt you would have an issue. The worst case, they may say, you know what? You, if you're going to come over here frequently, you may want to go ahead and get a temporary license or you may want to get a uh, an annual license. You know, I can go to the next county over. It's like 2750 for the year. So not a big deal if if I if I have to get a license, but I don't go there enough. So take um take that into consideration. I hope that answered your question. Rob, do you have anything to add to that? The only thing I'll say uh as far as the ask for uh, forgiveness instead of permission, uh, like Jason's talking about. The only thing I'll add to that. Now, folks, when we say that, we're talking about you are licensed, bonded, permitted, legally functioning entity. We're not talking somebody that has none of this stuff, and then you're going out and trying to do a job. (laughs) We're talking where you're legitimate, but we're talking a minor technicality. Like here in North Carolina, the only thing that we have to do, once we're permitted in our county, it's it's permitted statewide, but we do have to notify the jurisdiction we'll be in. And sometimes they require us to bring our card over there just to eyeball it, and they give us a simple sheet of paper that says that they've looked at it and it's approved in their county. That's it. There's no fees involved. There's nothing. Um, but we're talking about legitimate operating with, again, permitted and insurance and all those things, and then somebody calls me in a neighboring county, and you know I hadn't been over there to go through all the health department hoopla, um, but I know I'm permitted in my state um, to legally operate. I go over there and do a catering job. Um, that's what we're talking about. So we did. I didn't want people to get the impression that we're talking about going and just going rogue altogether with no. You know, somebody bought a hot dog cart and they decided to go. Oh, it's catering, so that doesn't really matter. And that's not exactly what we're talking about. So we just want to make sure that uh, 
uh, you guys are doing it. Uh, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about uh, you know doing it that way. So just to kind of clarify some things. But yeah, I, I agree with with you guys. Um, you know, if somebody called me tomorrow. Uh, matter of fact, a good example of that is somebody did call me today uh, about a neighboring county that I am not um, uh, quote unquote approved totally in. I may or may not get a chance. It's not that I'm trying to dodge anything. Because I know if I'm once I'm approved uh, in one county, I'll be approved in another. It's no big deal. Uh, but I may or may not get a chance to get over there and go through all that hoopla before the catering job. Um, and if I don't have time, guess what? I'm still going to go do the catering job because I am permitted in the state of North Carolina. Um, but I'm going to try my best to always operate within the guidelines of whatever is required. But, you know, if it's a small technicality, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to work the job and, and you know, that's it. So. Well, I um, I agree. I, I, I was going to Knox County enough that um, I called and found out. They said, "Oh no, you're you're Severe County. You don't need a license over here to operate as long as you're licensed," which was pretty neat. But when I went to Cock County, um, they said, "Yes, you have to have a license here, no matter what you're doing." Um, right. They want part of the tax revenue from it. Now, catering, um, and I didn't ask them this, but catering has to fall under something different because you're not collecting tax because you're providing a service instead of a a retail sale um, to the public. So, um, you know, we started this program off talking about a little bit about catering, and um, we ought to finish up with it because there – you know, I told a gentleman recently, catering – has a better ring to it, um, to a city. If y'all not followed the, the um, as my wife calls it, tweeter, um, <laughs> if, if you haven't followed my tweeters um, that I've put out, you know the, the, the little boy's 13, he's providing for two disabled parents with his hot dog cart in Wisconsin, and his city shut him down after they licensed him. Um, they shut him down not because he did anything wrong. It's because they had a rule in there that said, uh, we don't want to provide any uh, competition for the restaurant owners. It's just not fair that you're able to start a business for two grand and hurt these restaurant owners. Now, nothing keeps these restaurant owners from having their own dang carts. So it pisses me off that um, cities have these rules. They are unconstitutional rules. They violate your Bill of Rights, the U.S. Constitutional Bill of Rights. And so that supersedes any state rule or local ordinance or city ordinance or code. And But the crappy part is you have to fight it. Well, luckily, there was enough backlash from this one that happened a week ago that this city is going to be sued for shutting this boy down. That means taxpayers in the city – because of the city's ignorance, are going to have to foot a bill to pay for the lost revenue that that boy was creating and the fact that he sold his cart to help his family. And it, it this goes even further because I feel like, you know, we are – this is a free country. He, he's not doing anything illegal. He, his, he watched his family suffer. He saved his money. And I think it was thirteen hundred dollars or sixteen hundred dollars, and bought a car. Do what? He was cutting grass, shoveling snow. I mean, he did a lot of stuff to get that money. 
Right. You know, and they treat him like he's selling drugs on the corner. You yeah. know, he could have gone that route. It makes me furious. Like, I'd like to buy the city and then burn it down. Um, just because of the ignorance. And and I'm being facetious, so y'all don't take me serious. But it just aggravates me um, that anybody would harm another out of protection or this, um, what is the term, Rob? You know, the this, um, this cronyism that goes on to protect the restaurant owners. And you go, okay, but why isn't the restaurant owner standing in the 90-degree heat or the 32-degree weather um, serving dogs? What's prevented him from doing that? Um, and so you What's have, to prevent me from opening a stick and brick and finding a better distributor? Are they going to stop me if I can sell that item cheaper because I did shopping or buy in bulk or have multiple locations and get a better deal on my product? Yeah, and like these cities that have this... Um, they have this 15-minute rule I was reading in Institute for Justice um, that that has this rule that you have to move every 15 minutes. A vendor has to move every 15 minutes. We'll allow you, but you have to wear your underwear on the outside of your clothes. You have to have a pink mohawk and three piercings minimum on your face before we can let you vent. Well, what they've done is they've violated your rights. And so... One day, I hope that Mobile Food Vendor Association, along with the Institute for Justice, is big and powerful enough to take on all these cases. Because right now, the Institute for Justice can't even handle the cases they're being given. And they are, like CLU, they're completely public-funded. Voluntarily, donations keep them going. And lawyers voluntarily go after these things. But they have to pay filing fees and all this stuff. So I am thankful there's organizations out there that protect our rights. And you will see this up more and more and more, and we've done radio shows and blogs about it, and we've had the um, the blue bluegrass, not bluegrass association, but um, some yes, uh, mobile food group, yeah, the trucks. And they're having the same deal with, with food trucks. Yeah. Kentucky. So eventually, um, you know, it, the silent ones will be stomped on, basically, and the, those that speak out will will be able to regain the rights that w- we're supposed to have. Um, I don't mean to um, go off on a tangent, and I apologize to y'all, if, you know, if I offended you in that. But that was in um, Holland, Michigan. Brian um, put up. I've linked to it several times on the Ben's Carts Facebook page and and tweeted about it, or tweeted, as my wife says. And <laughs> I love it. That cracks me up. She is so sweet. She says, you've been on that tweeter. And I said, uh, is that a drug? Or, or I never, oh, bluegrassfoodtrucks.org. If you want to follow them and support them, bluegrassfoodtrucks.org. Um, people and um, go there and learn a little bit about them if you got a spare minute and and find out. Thanks for posting that up, Brian. Um, we have about 13 minutes left, and um, I wanted to delve off a, a, as much as we can into this catering. Catering has a different ring to it. 
It doesn't say hot dog vendor. It says I'm a caterer. And if you if you're applying for a license, put down um, catering and um, food concessions because it has a different ring. And some cities say no street vending, no vending. Period in our street, in our city, at all, no vending, even on private property. My count our three cities that encompass Sevier County or, or inside it is Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, and Sevierville. All three of them have a archaic code that that disregards my rights to prevent vendors from inside the city limits. I, but bottom line is, is it half I said, oh, we're a catering company. Well, caterers are fine. We allow catering. Well, where are you catering? Well, I'm catering. And so you may want to try that play on words, and it's not dishonest. Um, catering encompasses a lot of stuff, um, especially regarding food. Uh, Rob and Jason, um, help me out here because you know I got stirred up there a little bit over the a little bit. <laughs> well, let me. Um, I'll, I'll I'll jump in here a little bit uh, with um, folks. If you're not running, if you own a hot dog cart and you're not running an ad on Craigslist, offering catering, gigs, events, fundraisers, um, any of that type stuff, special events, uh, open houses, whatever the case, customer appreciation. If you're not advertising that, you're losing money. Plain and simple. Um, I've got a, a standing Craigslist ad I run, and I get calls probably at least once a week um, with something. And I mean everything from wedding receptions to um, store promotionals. I just got a store promotional. I'm doing three locations uh, on Labor Day Monday. I quoted them a price, which is uh, no different than my normal price. I did knock a nickel off. So... I'll go ahead and tell you, no see, no ninja secrets here, um, that, that uh, or I at least share the ninja secrets. I normally charge $4 for a hot dog chip and a drink. This store called me. And it was actually, he's an event planner for the store. It's a large chain of stores. And asked about, he saw my ad on Craigslist. He said, hey, I see you do catering. And I said, yes, sir. And he said, uh, you do hot dog carts and this and that. And I said, yes, sir. And so we got to discuss him what he was wanting. And he said that he would like to commit to 100 meals, uh, 100 hot dogs, 100 drinks, 100 uh, chips per location. So I said, okay, I'll uh, let me work up a price. And I did a nice proposal for him um, that outlined everything. And if somebody would like a copy of that, I'll get, uh, I'll shoot it over to Ben. He can put it on his blog post. Um, it's a simple layout. It's a two-page deal. I got a cover page, um, and and then where everything's written out. It explains everything. Um, but it's one page. It's real simple. A lot of bullet high, uh, highlights, so it's easy to follow. Um, but uh, I, I charged him three dollars and ninety-five cents per meal. So it's three hundred ninety-five dollars, and he wants me to set up between eleven o'clock and two o'clock. All right. So it's three hours, um, and that's less than I normally set up. I normally set up anywhere from four to six hours. Depends on where I'm at and how much money I'm making or if I run out of hot dogs or whatever, but typically four to six hours. This is only a three-hour deal, and I get to sell 100 hot dogs at pretty much my normal rate. I mean, I feel like that I knock a nickel off, and the only reason I knock a nickel off is it sounds like I tried putting a pencil to it. 
and charge him below four bucks. And I guarantee you he can't call nowhere in the state of North Carolina and find a catering company that'll do a complete meal, hot dog, chip, and a drink, for less than $4 a meal and doing 100 of them. Absolutely not. Most yeah, catering they'd, companies they'd be minimum charge 10, 8, yeah, eight, nine, ten bucks would be, I think $8 would probably be your minimum from any standard catering company. One of his questions he asked me, he said, well, Mr. Thompson, he said, how are you going to prepare them? Because he wasn't familiar with how this thing worked. And he said, are you going to bring hot dogs? I said, oh, no, we're cooking them on site. And I said, they'll be, pre, you know, they'll be pre-cooked just by nature because the way we buy them. I said, but we cook them on site with a hot dog cart, festive umbrella. Oh, that's perfect for this event, blah, blah, blah. Because he had done them in the past, and he did hire a catering company. Um, he said, I hired a little mom and pop catering company, and they just brought hot dogs out, um, you know, whatever. And, and I think they even cooked them in a crock pot or something uh, and just gave them out to the customer. So he liked this idea a lot better. But uh, if you're not running an ad of something of that nature, you're losing. You're laying money on the table. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's free. Craigslist, people use Craigslist. This guy is an event planner uh, for a fairly large uh, organization, uh, multi-store chain, uh, multi-level uh, stores all over the country, and um, you know he searches Craigslist and, and found me. So again, these caterings um, are really um, an angle to make you some extra money. So uh, I highly believe in it, and and you know again, it's all free with Craigslist. Pretty simple. Yep. Um, it's kind of like lemonade. You're leaving money on the table for not doing something. Oh, I agree. If you you know leave um, lemonade or or whatever you're offering, but I wanted to to tell you something real quick. And this tip you may not be aware of. You're you're definitely not the retail sales agent at the newspaper is going to tell you. But Craigslist is nice, but um, because it's free. But it's a shot in the dark. Like you just heard, Robbie gets at least one call a week. Well, it's free. It's a free call um, and a free ad. But if once you become serious and you say, you know what, I want to be out there, I'm branded, I, I want to put my name out there, you can get classified ads in your newspaper, and they're usually outrageous. Um, even in our little county, I think we have 46,000 people in our county, and our newspaper is, um, I think, 30. Nine fifty a day for a classified ad. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, it doesn't sound like much, but that's a lot of money. Um, and so I called the retail department, and that's for retail ads for businesses. And I said, what's the smallest retail ad I can get? And this was a while back, but either way, it, it, it's still um, current information for you to check into. And they said, um, oh, the smallest ad is a one-inch, one-column inch um, by two inches, which means it's two inches deep and one inch across, just like a column on a newspaper. Or maybe it's vice versa, two inches across and one inch is deep. Either way, same amount of space. And I said, how much is that a month? And they said, oh, that's $84 a month. And I said, a month? And I said, does it matter where I put it in the paper? Can I, like, specify? And they said, absolutely. And I said, I want to be in the classifieds. And they said, oh, okay. And so they put me in the classifieds. So you could you could run an ad, and let me tell you another secret, is run it in reverse. 
which means it's a black ad with white lettering. Um, you could put, need a hot dog vendor? Call this number. Something simple, not a lot of words. And it will stand out amongst the other ads there because, one, it's reversed. Two, it's bigger than most ads. It's three times the size of a normal classified. And for the price of a normal classified, less than the price for three days, you got a month of it. That includes Sundays. So the higher readership days when the coupons come out. So if you will do things like that, you will, like Rob just said, you will turn your business from a six, $700 a week or $1,500 a week to double that because of these other things. You've got people like Darren Jason mentioned earlier who are turning down jobs. I don't turn down jobs now because I, there's other vendors in the area that I can give them to. But the the point is, is I can I have the ability and I have enough calls if I was just a single vendor out there with one cart, I could turn down jobs. And that is a good feeling to be able to go, yeah, we're not going to be able to make that. I, I, you know, next time if you'll call us sooner, we'll probably make that. And there is no reason that any of us should forego any of these opportunities to make more money. Cricket, cricket, chirp, chirp. Chirp, 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 chirp. Uh, nah, I was there. I had the phone on mute so I wouldn't interrupt. <laughs> well, we've got about three minutes left. Um, Jason, do you have anything to add to that? No, I just, uh, you know, I look at every opportunity and just think, how can this work? Um, whether it's fundraising, catering, you know, anything, how can I work this in? And, uh, you know, like I was saying with the uh, talking about the party rental place when you brought that up, you know, hey, if the guy doesn't want to pay to rent the cart, swap it. It's going to proceed to leave later, you know. Then you got a uh, snow cone machine for that next big event or, uh, you know, steam tables or, or catering, chafing dishes and things you might need later if you're going to start doing the off-site catering. Yeah. Um, but then I would definitely get Michael's book off the MFPA site and, uh, you know, take now, a look at it. got some great ideas in there. On catering, um, is yeah. an, this, is a, this is a great idea on catering. If if you go to your local party rental supply, we have one called AAA, I think it's AAA Party Rental, and they do the tents and, and all kinds of, you know, balloon houses, bounce houses, whatever. And if you will go to them and say, listen, we have a hot dog cart, and we'd like to team up with – if you'd like to put it on your um, your menu of stuff that you have available, we're available, we're licensed, we're insured, we're bonded, and we'll give you 30% of whatever you collect. Here's our fees. And you give them your fees, or you work out a deal with them. Well, now you've got another agent in the field working for you, trying to find you work. Um, I don't see how you can go wrong with that. Um, you could literally start having more work than you can possibly stand and going, oh, my gosh, I don't even have to run my cart and I'm making six fifty a week. That's a good feeling. And it's doing yeah. it. And their vendor's doing it. Um, sure. We have um, 90 seconds left. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Um, I thank you for listening, number one. 
Um, we ended up, I think the highest we got up to was like 19 people on the chat line. I apologize. That's my mistake. Um, please invite your friends on the blogs, on the forums, on the Facebooks, on the tweeters, on um, the LinkedIn's. Um, my wife calls it not LinkedIn. She calls it LinkedIn. And if you will, I make fun of her all the time. Um, if you will um, post it up, we'll get more people listening. There's a lot of vendors out there, and this is a lot of good information that we can help each other with. And so I thank everybody for listening. I thank you for um, being a part of the show. I thank Rob and Jason for helping out. And um, I'd welcome you to go over to the Mobile Food Vendor Association and join. Thanks, y'all. I love you. And we'll see you next week. Stay tuned at LearnHotDogs.com. Have a good night, guys. See you, Rob. See you, Ben. Brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number 4. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy. Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.